Hello. Hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Tuck. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, spelunkalingest, cave divingest, uh, buggy datingest, stressful spa visitingest recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. Ever. And we're spiraling. We're definitely, or don't you feel like you're spiraling? I feel like I'm spiraling. What do you mean by spiraling? Well, like, like Susie, like when oh. she was spiraling, I feel like, oh, I, don't yeah, you I, feel like you're spiraling a little you, bit? You really liked when you saw Oh that. my God. I hate to jump right to that, but when she was like spiraling on a literal spiral staircase, mm-hmm. I was like. I didn't get it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, the downward spiral by that band called the Nine Inch Nails. Oh, the Nine Inch, no. the, the Nine Inches <laughs> the of nine. Ni- Nails. <laughs> Like like an old would say. Yeah. All those the oh, nine inches of nails. It. I like that band. <laughs> um no, I thought that was really great, but now it's this whole episode had me spiraling. But you know what? You know what's really great? There's no better place to find love than Iceland. I that's what I always say. Hmm. Well, that's what Clayton said. Uh, really? Yeah, but see, and actually when he said that, I was like was he going to find somebody new in Iceland? Like, they went there. So, yeah. I, I don't know. That, I oh, my gosh. You know what? We're totally missing. The, I forgot that we have to talk about the women tell all before we talk about the Iceland stuff, though. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I just I just completely skipped forward yeah. on my notes. I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, the, so, the women tell all. They tell some, right? That's what I always say. They tell some. Um, my favorite part was at the very beginning, which you missed, but it's under Jesse Palmer's name. It said, not Clayton Eckert, and that made me laugh for like five minutes. So that was really great because they are the same person. Oh, yeah, I've got some notes about that later on. Okay, okay, great. Um, but you know what? All your favorite women are here tonight at the Women Tell All, and also that beaded curtain that you had in the late nineties that is also here on set, which is very exciting. <laughs> did you have one? Yeah. Oh. Who didn't? Okay. Well, you yeah. didn't shop at Delia's. I had one in the early nineties. Okay, whatever. Um, uh, and. Uh, well, I had the inflatable furniture and the see-through phone too. I had it all. I had it all, baby. That's a that's the beauty of being an see-through. only child. Phone. Oh, yeah. I had yeah, a purple yeah. see-through yeah, phone. Yeah, I bought it myself at Kmart. I also bought a pleather jacket that day. Purple pleather. I had an inflatable kiss chair. All right. Well, look who's showing off now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kiss the band. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I I knew that. Well, <laughs> well, our our, our listening audience yeah. needs to know that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, and Shanae is here, and everyone was like, "Boo!" Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So apparently, again, we are going to have the most dramatic finale in Bachelor history. Okay, again, it's going to be another most dramatic. You know, whatever. So. Um, I don't know. There's not a lot that I actually have to say about the women tell all because it was just a lot of piling on. I feel like this was one of the least interesting. Now, was this the first time you ever saw women tell all men tell all? I believe. Before? Yeah. I How? Believe tell so. me. Tell me what you thought about about the special because I've seen so many of these at this point. It's like I mean, if bubblers. I if I read this whole page to you, I'd be done talking. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I start off with like, and I've seen. I forget the host's name. Jesse. Or Clayton, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so 
<laughs> my first notes, are, I just wrote down The Bachelor, um, The Woman Tell All, March 7, 2022 overview, um, just in case aliens find this. Well, this is going and, in our time capsule. And um, You like to put things in walls, so. Yes, this is the kind of. This is what I would put in, in a wall here. It's like, so like, listen up. If someone buys this house after us, look in the walls for yeah. bachelor recaps. Um, <laughs> so the first sentence I wrote was, this host is a bad person. Why? I just, Why do you think Jesse's a bad person? I, I, I don't think he's a bad person. He, he, and, Jeez, and you're harsh. This, but like the whole time I'm thinking like, if you go to like a financial planning person downtown in any major city, He's the guy that you meet. And you're like, he's just on top of his game. His teeth are all white all over the place. And he's like, I'm going to let's he wants to get to know you. And he's real personable. And he just wants like you to invest your money with him. That's and he's just generic to me. But that, that makes him a bad person. I, and I, that was just off. That was just my first. He I, wants to get to know you. So obviously he's evil. My second. He's very personable. What a bad guy. Well, <laughs> I don't think there's, here's, okay, this is the thing that I've been talking about all season since they announced that Jesse was going to be the host. There are so many better choices in Bachelor Nation for people with great personalities who I would like to watch host who have been on the show more recently, like in the past five years instead of like 20 freaking years, well, 15 years ago or whatever. Is that how long it was? Yes. And I don't. look pretty young i just don't get it i don't get why they picked him just because he had hosting experience you look at jordan rogers he would have been a good choice jojo's already done the show i don't know if you know this aaron rogers aaron rogers oh, brother yeah yeah i didn't know he that. was on the show he was he won for lack of a better term jojo's season they're still together Jojo, yeah, Jojo has hosted the show before or like done like small hosting stints and did a really good job. Um, And yeah, like Jordan, that he always kind of had that ambition to do more like announcing hosting stuff. And I think he would be good at it. I didn't like Jordan for a a long time uh, because I thought he was just like clout chasing. And I'm really sorry, Jordan, Mm. because Aaron's a douche. And I'm so sorry. I like, you now, team Jordan. No, but um, But you like the Packers. I don't know. I don't know if I can do a couple more years right now because they just signed a new. That's this podcast is not about the Packers and about my feelings about Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) I guess it's about The Bachelor. But anyway, I'm saying he would have done a good job. Wells, who um, who is the bartender and has hosted on and off random things as well. He does like Bachelor in Paradise. He would make a great host. There's all these people who they could have pulled from in the recent past who are well-liked. And... But it's like, and they had the opportunity. The thing that's frustrating is they had the opportunity to do something different, right? Like... We don't need to have another Chris Harrison. Let's just throw that out the window and do something totally different. Have a different kind of a host. And they're like, nah, let's just stick with generic white guy. They were safe. So disheartening when there are so many good people to choose from. Even Ali Fedotowski, who was on The Bachelorette a really long time ago. And now, I mean, she might be like super busy. I don't know. But she does a lot of stuff for like E!, um, she would have been a good choice. I mean, there's so many people who've done it more recently and would have been a better choice. Randomly, I would pick CeCe DeVille from the band Poison. Okay. And if you've ever well, heard why him don't talk... You, why don't you write some letters to, <laughs> to Bachelor Nation and see if you can get 
he CC would, developed that would have, for the band Poison. That, that would have host. mixed it up a little bit. Um, well, yeah, that would have mixed it up quite quite a lot. I mean, that's the thing, too. You could have had, like, you know, there's those celebrities who do, like, the hosting circuit, like Kathy Griffin or, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. Like, you know, there's, like, a lot of, like, music people and stuff from, like, the 80s and 90s who go and, like, host shit or, like, you know, there's, like, all the people who do, like, To Tell the Truth, which was on after the show, like, you know, game, you know, like, those celebrity game night oh, type shit. Yeah. There's all people like that who would probably, like, do okay. Like, not, like, a Tom Bergeron, because that's, like, too official again, but, you know... Like a Tom Bergeron adjacent, like a match game type of person what? would have been. I'm really sounding old. This is, this is a really, this is a really outlandish idea. But what if there were, there was like a Bachelor show that was all like you know, like Aaron Rodgers' brother, you uh-huh. know, like famous, but just their brothers. So like, so I feel like that's already been a show. Like Frank Stallone, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's brother, who is a I like his music actually. But like he was just trying to get, you know, he was on some of his movies soundtrack. What if that that I would watch? I would watch that. But I'm <laughs> are you not listening, into this. ABC? Are you listening? I'm not into this. Oh, oh yeah, ABC is in my notes too. I've got some. We have, we have. Ideas. There's two other shows that Steve and I are planning on covering. Probably not episode for episode, but we're planning on doing like a maybe one or two episode recap. One is Joe Millionaire is back. And I don't know if you remember when Joe Millionaire came around the first time in like the mid 2000s, early mid 2000s. It was like the the premise of the first show, if I remember correctly, and I want to say this was a Fox Fox show, was like these women are coming to date this millionaire. What they don't know is he's actually broke. So like, are they going to stick around once they find out that he doesn't have any money? Because they like him for him or are they just here oh, for his money? Yeah, I, like, it's no, an interesting concept. I, yeah, but I'm not watching so now there's a new one i'm not making you watch this don't worry we're we're doing this very special episode but um we're doing there's one now where one of the one of the like contenders or you know bachelors is is rich and the other one isn't Mm -hmm. and you don't find out till the end of the show um then there's the show that's coming up which i mentioned last week it's called the courtship and it's like you know like gowns and balls and she's like i can't accept this dance card from you right now and i'm i'm kind of in i kind of it looks really cheesy no i'm excited about it because it's it's a unique concept i i think it'll be good so like the masked singer no it's not like the masked (laughs) singer no i think it because people were like oh it's like bridgerton i think it could actually work i'm not i know you don't is that a book no, it's a TV show. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like Pride and Prejudice in a new TV show. All right, let's talk. About, okay, let's uh, talk about uh, the actual the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was a good aside. Um, so, okay, this was like the thing that was okay. So you haven't watched this, which is like a little. Uh, um, or you haven't seen a woman tell all before. I feel like this one wasn't as exciting as some of the ones in the past. And it also, it was kind of in the middle for me because there's some men, there was a men tell all not too long ago where it was like, they all loved each other. So there was just no drama and it was like a lot of hugging and everybody's like, you're the best except for like one villain. I did that. I enjoyed thoroughly. And I was like, Oh, guess what? I just want everyone to get along actually. Um, 
Or I want yeah. it where it's just like all chaos all the time. This one kind of felt like in the middle where it was like, and it was also kind of exhausting because it was like, here's a villain. Here's another villain. Here's another villain. Yeah, here's another like, villain. I don't like Charles. I, I want don't... like a villain, maybe two. But this was like, here's a half a dozen villains. Night one, Claire was like, yeah, I don't really like Clayton. I think he kind of sucks. And they're like, why didn't you leave? And she was like, uh, because there's free drinks and i was like yeah <laughs> i like you that's my kind of bro <laughs> she's don't say bro okay, yeah. she's louise um but i really liked i i mean i get why people were like well you shouldn't have been negative from the get-go but it was good tv and i think she knew what she was doing and she was just there to get drinks and she didn't really care and i think that's kind of funny so good for you claire um this uh so but Shanae like was kind of like the big the big villain mm-hmm. and I think the thing that's hard is I don't think she was a fun villain in the past there have been villains who've been kind of fun where the they it's like they're in on the joke and they're funny and clever and they you know and they they kind of make their way through the house and it's enjoyable to watch them Shanae wasn't enjoyable to watch she was just exhausting because she was just like I like a villain that just like owns up in the moment and it's like, yeah, like, yeah, I, I'm, mm. I'm being a bitch or whatever. Yeah. Like, but I think it's cool and I own it. And I think that's kind of fun. So do you think she's like mostly acting? You think it's just a, a, a show? It's it didn't, I mean, it's but a... I think for a lot of, well, cause okay. So I will be talking about this in a future episode, okay. but I did read bachelor nation. I read the book bachelor nation and well, I hadn't until just recently mm. you have. Well, I was going to say it. I didn't. But who else, <laughs> but has, who it? else yeah. has it? Do you want to join a book club? Um, so I, I, I read it. And one of the things that they talked about in there is like the villains, most of the villains know that they're being portrayed that way and they just kind of lean into it, which yeah. makes it make more sense. And you can kind of tell when that's happening. Like there was somebody a few seasons ago, I talk about her a lot, Corinne, who was like one of my favorite villains ever. Cause she would just, she like all the women were supposed to be in a room for, and I don't remember if it was a rose ceremony or what she was taking a nap. Like she was just like, did not care about anything else going on. She was just like this spoiled princess. And she was like, yeah, I can do that. I can do spoiled princess. And she did a great job, but like Shanae, it wasn't fun. It was just like exhausting. Um, I would rather a villain not apologize than like fake tears and apologize. Like that really rubbed me the wrong way. Like she was, she just did any, she was so manipulative and she did anything that she could do to stick around as long as she could. And she just kept like pulling out moves left and right. And I don't think she was strategic either. I think she was just trying shit and was surprised when it worked. That was kind of my interpretation of her actions on the show. Oh, I mean, my my short interpretation is, uh, and this is really shallow, but I thought she was more attractive than the last villain from last season. Last season? Yeah. What? Oh, Victoria. Victoria? Well, Victoria <laughs> really didn't come into her own until Paradise. And I, because she kind of glowed up in Paradise. Well, kind of glowed up in I Paradise. Don't like either of them, though. So it's, I forgot that you watched Victoria. Well, I, for the record. I watched very little of this program, so um, I did watch. He's that. speaking from experience now. He's starting to put um, make connections like we do on this show. It's um, very good. Good but, job. Yeah, I mean, right off the bat, I'm like, 
Uh, yeah, I didn't like her, and I didn't know she was the villain right off the bat. Mm. And I, 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 you told me not to tell you anything. No, no, I don't want yeah. Yeah, um, so you came in, like, fresh but a couple of episodes ago. She, I, I don't know. Like, again, like, my, my one of my big issues is, like, what where I think the general public doesn't see is, like, the, the production, the way things are. This isn't, like, a live TV show where you're seeing it as things are unfolding. Yeah. This is cut and produced so... And, you know, actually, that, you know, that's... And I didn't write this in my notes later on, but, like, they do a really good job with, with like, the production that... Everything is really spot on, obviously. And they've got, you know, like a budget, probably $500 to $1,000 a day budget for this kind of thing. So you can get things pretty good <laughs> on that kind of a to budget. $500 yes. That's we'll it. About, That's it. Yeah, I got some ideas. They got tin cans. Um, but, like, so and I guess what I'm comparing this to is it 20 years ago, I went to um, a pro wrestling and like the kind of the kind of shit that you that you see on tv and you're like whoa this is like action-packed and like when you go see it live it is not that it's right. like it's a lot of waiting it's a lot of like you feel like you're like at a high school gym it's it, it was weird you know and yeah the realization is like they're cutting all the the right sequences of like the people they want to in a way to make them either look good or look bad yes. and and i can't get over that that's why i don't like like reality tv stuff at all i i just know that it's it's sort of like but that's the point i i mean to me that's the point like right the theater of it is the point for me and you know, our regular co-host is going to be thrilled to hear you compare it to pro wrestling. Because oh, that's right. <laughs> because you don't know anyone more obsessed with pro wrestling than I, our co-host. I know a couple people. And I'm interested. And I'm not into no, pro I'm wrestling. No, say, I'm saying he's extremely I, yeah. obsessed. And and that that is the parallel he has made since, you know, since we've been, since I've known him. Is, you know, yeah, this is this, you, you have. You have heroes, you have villains, they give you someone to root for, they give you someone to boo, it gets the audience engaged, there's exaggerated emotions, everything's scripted, and even though, like, you know, there's, I don't, when someone says something really egregious on the show, I don't buy when they're like, well, that isn't representative of who I am. If it's something where it's like, yeah, like this, even if this was taken out of context, the sentence is still bad. Do you know what I mean? Like there's that kind of a thing where you're like, no, that's just a horrible thing to say. Um, versus if something seems chopped up, you can kind of tell the difference. And yeah. one of the things that they were talking about in bachelor nation was like, um, Bob Guinea, who was on the show like a million freaking years ago, he was talking about how, you know, he's like, they sometimes will have you in this in this room in this space like doing these interviews because you know it's like they do they head to like a a waterfall you know and they're like oh wow like what a what no better place to fall in love than this waterfall no better place to fall in well, love well, than Croatia I'll, yeah I'll, we'll talk about the dialogue no no better place to fall in love than Iceland but they're like 
coaching them to say specific lines so that they could get the mm-hmm. shot they want. And sometimes, you know, he was like, sometimes you just don't want to say the thing. Then you're like, no, I'm not going to say it that way. It sounds cheesy. I don't want to do it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but they wear you down to the point where you're just like, fine. They're, they're making me say it. So I'm just going to say it so that I can be done recording for the day. So a lot of the times things like that are I probably probably things that they've like begrudgingly (laughs) said, you know, and to get it over with. So that's very different from like, but nobody can make you say something like harmful or problematic or, you know what I mean? Like someone, someone could dangle a carrot, any carrot in front of me. And I wouldn't say something like fucked up that isn't in, in my personality to to say or do, but you're, you're, there's some people that can be manipulated to do a lot. But but I'm saying like, I could see myself getting coerced into saying something kind of vulnerable or emotional or, or maybe like shit talk someone that I felt like shit talking. You know what I mean? And then it's like, Oh, that didn't look good. The way that they cut that looked nasty. And they told me, Oh, well we're five other women are saying the same thing about so-and-so. Mm-hmm. So do you want to put your two cents in? And then they decide no. to edit it down so that you're the only one saying something bad. And then it's you versus them, yeah. right? Like that kind of stuff can happen. Um, but what I'm saying is like, Sinead did so much. It's like, it's, she's un- unequivocally a villain. I don't think anyone asked her to like fake apologize. And and she she was... I think it's unsatisfying for the women too, because as they're piling on her and the women tell all, she was just like, um, I just did what I thought would be good for Clayton. And, uh, I don't really care. And like, didn't have any remorse for it. Didn't feel bad about anything she was doing. There's just like no satisfaction there for the women. Cause it's like, she doesn't care. She doesn't feel sorry. So you're not going to get what you're looking for from her. A lot of villains in the past have like come on the show and like, been kind of like apologetic or, you know, I'm sorry I said something shitty to you. Um, that wasn't cool. And that's kind of like their way of like turning it around on paradise, you know, later in the summer. Um, but some don't, some just say, fuck you, you know, I'm doing me and this is what I want to do. And that's kind of what she was doing. And it was like, it, she didn't, she all, she just like, doesn't react either. She's very like stone faced. So it's kind of hard to like, you're right. So it's not entertaining. She was very, yeah, she was very like, this is not, this is my own script and I'm sticking to it. And she was incredibly unfazed. She was just like, I just, I did it for him. And, uh, like I did it. No, I didn't apologize. I didn't mean my apology, but I did it because he asked me to. And didn't really seem to get why that was wrong. I mean, and maybe that's she works good. in HR. So anyway, maybe that's good for like the show in general because you need it. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's a, you do. Like, you yeah, need you, a villain. You you need conflict. They're not going to always be the best ones. I mean, I, I just I feel like they tried it with so many people this season because it was like it started with Claire and then it moved to Cassidy and then it moved to Shanae. And then it moved to Sarah and briefly they were making it look like Mira might be a villain. And it was like, well, can we just like not? So, so I guess that's the point I was just going to make is like, is, is it, is there always going to be one main villain? And is it always trying to figure out who that is? Is that why people like the show? There, the weird thing is it wasn't always like that. And I feel like it's just becoming more and more of that. And it's kind of, 
annoying me. So episode one, you're like, all right, who's the who's the staged villain here? And and then they'll play with you for like 75 episodes so you can try to keep <laughs> no watching i mean and... no i mean you saw it it was well i mean you didn't see episode no, one but it started with episode one but like i think the thing that was weird is like if i if i think back on the show and and listeners you know please correct me if i'm wrong um you know popculturediner at gmail.com shameless pl- always be plugging um <laughs> but the <laughs> uh I feel like there weren't villains on every season of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, or like they weren't billed the same way. And usually there is, if there was one, it was just one. So like the most, one of the most famous villains, her name's Courtney, and she wrote a book about being a villain. And actually that's going to be the book that I read next uh, for the podcast. And it's called like, I'm not here to make friends. And that was kind of like when that thing started on the bachelor, because I'm not here to make friends was kind of an early two thousands invention of reality TV, like survivor. The first winner of survivor was an, I'm, I'm not here to make friends person. Stand that show. Did you ever, did you watch season one? I watched, I watched one episode. Okay. It was on a date. Oh, that sounds like when I was forced to watch The Notebook. Oh, I had a cigarette. Okay. That's all I really remember. It was a long. It was like she made you watch Survivor. Yeah. Was Was she like, "It's my favorite show. You have to watch it." No, we were just her roommate, and we were just hanging out. Did you? Was there another date after that, or were you like, "Yeah, there's oh," but like I, I'm just like I think this show sucks. So it wasn't a deal breaker for you. No, because I don't think she was like, oh, we have to watch Survivor. Okay, okay, it was okay, like, okay. Uh, like, no, I think we just had nothing else to do and we're broke. Okay. No. So so the other dates were better than that date? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more dramatic than that. Like when well, I was forced to watch The Notebook. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always think it's about that. It's my favorite. Okay, okay. Um, hey, I've got a word of advice for anyone out on the dating scene. If someone says to you... Um, we have to watch my favorite movie, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. And you have to agree to it before we watch it. Just say no. Just say no and leave. I think that's a red flag. If they're not going to tell you what the movie is, because my like ignorant ass thought like, oh, it's going to be like a really broy movie and I'm down. You know, I was like, we're going to watch Scarface or The Godfather or something like that. And I'm going to be fine with it or Rocky Four. Rocky uh, Four. <laughs> uh, you just threw that in there so I would I just bring up Sylvester Stallone again. And Frank Stallone. Um, uh, Rhinestone, you know. Uh, yeah, Rhinestone. We watched Rhinestone. Very good. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, like that's what I thought it was going to be. And then he was like, it's the notebook. And it was the same time. <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories, honestly. It was the same time that my, I, my cornea had, I like tore my cornea or ripped my cornea or whatever um because i slept with my contacts and i also busy do also be their contacts and can't wear contacts anywhere and um my eye was like incessantly watering like i had my contact out but my eye wouldn't stop watering and i went into the doctor the next day to get stereo drops everything's okay this was a long time ago and we're sitting and watching the movie and he's like oh my god it's so cute you're crying and i was like i'm not crying and he's like Okay. And I like wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> I hated it so bad. Also, he was bad at other things. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like grab the door, right? 
Yeah, like, yeah, you. yeah that's, that's what I mean. Saying. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, he was uh, not so, chivalrous. So, uh, <laughs> uh, the women tell all. Uh, so, um, but actually, there's pre- not a lot to talk about pre- on the women pre- tell all. Pre- pre- the women tell all. My like, is, was there like villains that were just after one other villain instead of like one villain against like? Because all I'm seeing is like this one chick is shitty. And everybody else is like, you're shitty. So oh, well, so, like- so, okay. So this is the, this is the thing. This is why the villains, because sometimes villains can succeed and make it further. And Shanae arguably made it pretty far, but not far enough. Um, but one of the things that can happen is, and this is what she did on the show. If you'll remember, she took out two women. Um, like physically? Well, like they got eliminated from the show because oh. it was initially billed as just her versus them. Yeah. And so two women ended up leaving the show because of her. And then she was trying for a third with Genevieve and it didn't work. Although mm. Genevieve ended up le- leaving later anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, that is the danger is that's kind of what I was saying with like editing or whatever. Like generally if someone's a problem in the house, more than one person has a problem with them. Right. Like you're all cooped up. You can't, read can't watch tv you can't do anything we're just like talk to each other nobody was defending her were they what i'm saying is most of the time there's let me get to my point most of the time there's other people who are annoyed with that person but sometimes what happens is if one even if everybody's annoyed sometimes one person just decides to speak up and usually that means they're gone because you can mm. sometimes the bachelor or bachelorette can't tell who the problem is because they're not seeing what's happening in the house or they might also have a producer in their ear. You know, you never know. Um, but so they might be like, oh, I don't know who to believe. And this villain is manipulating me and like giving me all these compliments and telling me I'm so great and making out with me. And so, well, I like that. And this other person's just coming to me with a problem. So why don't I just get rid of the person who's giving, bringing me a problem when this person is being lovely to me? You know, a lot of villains choose to like really be focused on being lovey-dovey towards, you know, the bachelor or bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And then and then the person who's opposing them looks like they're making things up or overreacting or whatever. That wasn't the case this season because enough people had problems with her, but they didn't voice it until later because Elizabeth was kind of alone on her island. And so Clayton was led to believe that it was just a problem about shrimp when Shanae was like outing her ADHD and stuff. Like it was like way more effed up than that. Um, And so she, and, and so she was kind of caught off guard and she's like, what are you talking, you know, and, and so she got she got chopped and there was somebody else who did, too. And I can't even remember who they were because they weren't around very long. But anyway, I, I think like I mean, and and, you know, I I'm should talk a, a lot of because I don't like these kind of shows at all, really yeah. at all. But like, I think and, <laughs> and the production changes things and all that. But in a good way, like they the people who produce and write this and make this work like they have to understand how the pacing works because you can like you can very easily get lost if like if there's a lull for a couple of weeks it's like you have to be on top of it and make that pacing work so i'm guessing is this whole thing filmed and then all chopped up at the very end or do you even know 
Yeah, I'm pre- I mean, there's a pretty long period between filming and when it airs, yeah. like a decent, a decent span. Um, and yeah, the interesting thing is, and I can't remember if I, s- I don't think this was in Bachelor Nation. I think this was on Reality Steve or something like that, but that there are a lot of people who still think it's live, that like each episode is filmed and then and it airs yeah. and then. Like, like they think it's like American Idol or something like that. And it's not like that at all. It's like, yeah, heavily produced. It takes a long time to put together. And so you and I are actually, we're going to watch a show, whether you like it or not. And this is a show I've recommended to my, (laughs) this is a show I've recommended to my listening audience many a time, but um, it's called Unreal. And it is a show. How do you spell real? Real. But it's like un, and then real is like in capital letters oh i thought it was like real like no okay. it's just like real but it's a show about production on a show like the bachelor and it was like i can't i want to say it was like written or produced by like people who were producers on the bachelor oh, so yeah, it's really interesting because you know they're in and, and a lot of it is based on like the two like kind of like main uh like figureheads behind the bachelor um that they talk about in bachelor nation as well where it's like okay you know they have like this big control room and they're like all right so who's our who's our damsel and who's our villain and Mm -hmm. what you know okay so what are we going to do to make that happen okay Mm -hmm. you go over there and you start asking her what you stir the pot and you do this okay go make sure that she gets this date and 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 make the other women jealous. Make sure she walks through the house with that bag of goodies. And make sure somebody spills something and then see how they react to it or whatever the <laughs> hell, you know. Make her make shrimp. Um, so like, uh, you know, Susie got the shopping date. So she got the fancy gowns and the red oh, bottom shoes and all that stuff. Yes, extravagant. And so that's... And I loved it. you didn't see it (laughs) the shopping date is indicative usually of like who the favorite is and then they end up walking through the house with all the stuff and the women are like oh all the stuff she got you know it makes them jealous whatever so anyway so unreal is about all of that stuff but that's kind of what you're talking about so anyway um And, and, and um side note uh sammy can recommend very good uh documentaries and movies for anyone because I have watched very little TV shows or movies. <laughs> I saw like eight movies or nine movies before we met, and I've seen over 20 now. Over 20. Yeah. Probably like 100. Uh, we do have a list. We do have a list um, but of all the movies. Yeah, like you, you can tailor what, yeah, you understand stuff I would like. Yeah. Um, I try to only well. bring you things that I think you'll like. And I actually think you'll like Unreal. Not every season. After the second season, it gets a little off the rails. But the first two seasons, I think, are really strong and very interesting. So I would recommend at least the first two seasons to everybody. Anyway. The women tell all. So one of the things that I will say about about the women or about, like, this whole villain thing and like people saying things and being billed a certain way, like Cassidy, I feel like got off really easy because Shanae was just like the main target, Mm -hmm. but Cassidy was just careless. She was literally talking about like this person back home on camera. And like, you just don't do that. I'm sure that there are plenty of people who were casually dating someone before the show, Mm -hmm. but there is a rule that they're not supposed to be like dating anybody for like two months before the show starts or something like Mm -hmm. that to try to like avoid. Yeah. To like avoid this issue. 
but I don't think casual dating is off the table. Like, I don't think they can. It's like if you were in like a series, you need to be have broken up with someone and be apart with from them for at least two months before the show starts or whatever. Hmm. Um, so to avoid situations like this, if you can hear my dog just going to town on a treat <laughs> underneath us, just a call. Otherwise, you'd hear crying. Yeah, you would hear like long. crying and whining. So we'll we'll get what we get. But but yeah, so that was kind of interesting that she tried to skirt around that. What did you just do? I just tried to grab it. He's like left. So oh my god, down. he just like whacked my my desk. Anyway, um, but yeah, Cassidy Cassidy got mad. Okay, so I will say Sierra had like the best Bachelor in Paradise audition on The Women Tell All. You always want to see like who's talking the most, who's like you know throwing the most at people, and Sierra was just like calling everybody on their bullshit and she was like you know like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she like said to shanae like call me a bitch here to my fucking face like you won't do it because yeah. you're a little bitch yeah, she's pretty cool. <laughs> it was great it yeah. was great and she looked great like that her she, outfit was very like yeah. different from everybody else's which i really I liked I, I don't i don't look at any of that well i know but her outfit was really great and um she, and like, and Cassidy tried to like come after her because Sierra was the one that was like, listen, I heard Cassidy talking about this, which I think she's totally in the right to do. Cassidy was like, um, you know, like you, you know, you came after me, you threw me under the bus. And she's like, I just told him the truth. Like, like whatever. Like it was. And then, and I mean, it was weird because she didn't get that far, but she did get a decent amount of screen time. But, she, but, and people were like, well, Cassie was like, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I talk to Clayton every single night. So I thought that that was um, a pretty good comeback as well. Um, but yeah, like Cassidy had all that stuff on video. I just, I don't know why she like was acting like we didn't know what was happening because it, it was on video. Like, and it wasn't cut. She was saying full paragraphs. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever. It's ridiculous. And then people were saying that Cassidy coached uh, Shanae to be like, like unbearable on the show, which is kind of an interesting hmm. take. Um, but yeah, I, I had a hard time with the Shanae stuff because there's just like a lot of yelling. I feel like Elizabeth didn't really get a decent apology either. Um, the one thing that I'm going to say about the Shanae thing that I didn't bring up already was that, um, that there was a claim that Shanae claimed that Genevieve had sex with Aaron, my favorite, person ever for bachelor nation um you i've you've seen Aaron a little bit right or have you not i can't remember i don't remember either but anyway i think he would make a really good host i want to see him come back and do paradise at least but um but shanae claimed that genevieve did that and then apparently she was like well um you actually, she's like, we, we just had like a drink and it didn't amount to anything, blah, blah, blah. Who knows if that's true or not? I don't really care. Um, we'll never know. It doesn't matter. It does. It's after the show. It, it doesn't does, matter. No, it does matter. Oh, so now you're saying with Sinead? <laughs> no, I'm just Okay. I'm but, but then, but then Genevieve was like, well, you slid into his DMs and, um, and she's like, no, I didn't slide into. This isn't Doc Martens either. No, that's it's what I thought direct about. messages. Yeah, Are you serious? No, I'm just okay, I'm just making <laughs> I'm just sure. Being 90s about well, I just, I mean, well, you know, you're, yep. Um, but yeah, she's like, she sent me a screenshot, honey. Blah, blah, blah. But oh, yeah, yeah, I don't think that like after the fact stuff like matters at all anyway. You know what I mean? Like that, it just like doesn't doesn't like. You can fake a screenshot too. I've done some. Okay, we're on yeah, we're on a podcast. But like 
I've done some things that look like they should be legitimate, but they're not. Yeah, but you're saying that Aaron faked a screenshot to say why there there's no I don't see there's like a incentive for that. I'm trying to show you Sierra's outfit. Uh-huh. Oh, here it is. Look at she looked so good. That's an incredible outfit, don't you yeah, think? Yeah. yeah. It was, and it was yeah, different. I wouldn't, I wouldn't cross her either. Yeah, she's she'll be on. She'll be on you. Oh my gosh, yeah. I she'd be great on Paradise. I really I don't see why they wouldn't put her on there. Um, all right, and then there was like the Sarah stuff because she was like a minor villain for like an episode because she was doing well, and then she like you know flew too close to the sun and and blew up and whatever. Um, they called her manipulative. I don't know. I don't know about all that, but she was kind of, I don't know, not that consequential to me, I guess. But let's get to the serious ones. Cause we're already like well into this. Um, first one's Teddy. So we got to see Teddy. She's very sweet. I was always team Teddy. I liked Teddy a lot and I was sad that mm. she didn't make it farther, but I get it. I didn't really see sparks, but I think she's great. And I hope she gets to paradise. And are we on episode two? No, this is the very end of women tell all real, real quick. These oh. were just the serious ones at the very end. Okay. Remember? Um, but then Teddy said that Clayton's brother DM'd her. Oh, Remember he yeah. like hit on her. I think that was kind of yeah, fun. I mean, I looked at you and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Wide eyed, like the reaction that the producers wanted to see people at home, you know, doing to their significant she's like other. Really, she's going to be just fine. She's very sweet. Oh yeah, oh, she's going to <laughs> shut up. She's like, she's beautiful. She's very sweet. She's like, I like that. It's refreshing to have like a virgin on the show who's like, listen, I want everybody to do in their sex life what matters to what's important to them. Wait, who wait, who were we talking about? Teddy. Oh, okay. The virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was really cool. And I told you I liked her a lot. She reminded me of Brittany Murphy. She kind of like kind of mm. had like a Brittany Murphy like air about yeah. her. And I thought she was really cool. Anyway. Um, so we saw we got a little interview with Teddy. Um, an interview with Serene. What? My notes say, Teddy seems like a nice gal. Nice gals finish last, I guess. <laughs> if you don't put out, get out. No, I, that's I, I bad. I I'm, I'm, un, I'm not. <laughs> Sorry, thinking, I just like burned everyone's I'm eardrums. I'm not thinking about things. I just write them Chris, as I think. That's so inappropriate. Well, and this is what I think Clayton was thinking. So. <gasps> Oh, the scandal. The sca- Well, we know how important the fantasy suites are to him. We'll talk about that later. Um, okay, this is... Okay, so the Serene thing was fine. And then Clayton shows up. And he kind of gets his ass handed to him at the Women Tell All, which is fun. But my favorite thing was when he sat down and they're like... Jesse's like, how are you feeling? He's like, it's so weird. It's like it happened and now we're here. And I was like, that's how time works. <laughs> and then it... it, it, it kept compounding a little bit, though. Like, He's like, it's like a dream. It's like it happened. And then we did the things and now we're here and now we're sitting here and it's, and we're here now. So it's like, I get <laughs> it. Clayton just kept going. On. I get it's it, like, buddy. What the whole show is this? Then I would watch the entire, <laughs> I would watch the entire series. If it was like, like people understanding how time works. Like Clayton and quantum physics. And yeah. it's a very interesting uh, topic. Um, um, but anyway, a lot of people were giving him crap, and I think they're going to give him more crap later, which will be interesting. But um, the whole, like, because he was like, I didn't know about Shanae. 
And all the women were like, that's bullshit. And a couple women have already come out on like Instagram and said things like, listen, I told him that Shanae was saying this stuff about Elizabeth, that she was coming for this person, that person. So he knew he just decided that he wanted to make out with her more. And that's what he cared about more mm-hmm. than than me. I wouldn't. She's gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ew, not my type. Um, but but that was like the whole <laughs> Walter doesn't like her either. Walter. Um, but they were it. like they were like, you know, own it like a man and da 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 and um and then and yeah, like accusing him of like not being ready to be married yet and and he was just like, My bad. And then Sierra was like or Kira? Kira, Kira. I can't follow. Kira was like, was like, hey, just so you know, if things didn't work out and you're single now, if you want to like hit me up later, like that would be cool. I actually find you more attractive now. Okay. Um, So that was kind of interesting. And, uh, and, you know, they were kind of alluding like, well, some of the women were speaking kind of cryptically like, well, I know what's about to happen or I have kind of an idea about what's happening. And I just hope you've like made peace with yourself and prayed to the God you believe in, you know, or whatever. And then they're like, okay, anyway, time for bloopers. Everyone's favorite time. It's blooper time. Yeah, that is bad. And you know what? The people that think this is done live think that's live too, probably. Like, oh, yeah, this is happening in real time. They ran over there and they did the bloopers. Aren't they amazing? What talents? It's like Saturday Night Live up in here. So in in the, um, to save a little time here, I'm trying to think. Well, we're on the next episode. Well, I, I've got oh. a lot of notes on the first one. Oh, my I, God. I I well, we can re- we can read some of them. I should read through it, and then you just respond to it. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Don't say anything too out of pocket. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, because um, the, the only thing I said was, you know, I start off with the, the host is a bad person, which I think was the wrong thing to say. Yeah, I think so, too. And then I said, here goes two hours. <laughs> um, uh, ABC should be ashamed of this program, <gasps> but I'd imagine it makes them... Thousands of dollars. Probably thousands, yeah. Okay, Shanae evidently was voted off the island. Yes. So we can finally move on. Mm-hmm. This is like watching Ricky Lake or Jerry Springer, <laughs> but with more boobs and production. I can't imagine <laughs> watching these bitches. No. Bicker back no, and No, 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 no. Don't say okay. that. Uh, so I, I, I said I, don't I, say anything too out of pocket. And no, he's like, these is that bitches. Yeah. yeah. That, okay. This is just that sounds like misogynist. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to be that way. Okay. But I, I, maybe I am, and I, that's I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> um. But here's here's uh something that I'm here to keep really, people really in mind. Into um, there's times when like <laughs> I just was, I'm reading this how I wrote it, which is very childish read uh, writing. Well, there's times when like. Four of them are simultaneously talking over one another, and they cancel each other out until it's just a wall of white noise. I'd kind of like that on a loop to sleep. (laughs) And and it's weird because there was like, there's these times where they're just like, and it's like everybody's just going off, and it's like, I kind of want that as like a background well, noise. Since, to you've, since you've asked me to sleep to the sounds of clanging metal. Clanging metal. Scraping and clanging. I can't even handle and you that. Can't, I can't find that. If yeah, somebody can God. find no, that. No, 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 no. Because I'm not. It uh, brings chills down my okay. spine. I, Don't 
No. So you, you can respond. I'll, I'm almost, I'm coming to the end here. Okay. If this was a drinking game for every time <laughs> one of. There is, there are bachelor what, drinking games. Oh, just I, so I, you know. I would imagine. Okay. Just making sure. If every time one of them said bitch. That would be a good game. <laughs> <laughs> for women tell all, that would be a good game. Um, for for like The Bachelor, there's like drinking games for every time someone says like journey, vulnerable, clarity, that, oh, uh, some, walls up, walls down. Okay, some yeah. of that stuff is coming up. Falling in, my, in love. Yep. Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Some of Spoiler them, alert. Some of them sent. Some of them sent. Some of them. I can't sent. <laughs> some of them can't say Clayton. It sounds like. Clayton. <laughs> so, like, it's like Elton. It's like Elton. The weird thing is, okay, here's here's a here's a really geeky thing to say. Um, Teddy reminded me of Brittany Murphy, who was in Clueless, and she used to say, I like Brittany Murphy. Same. Um, she would say Elton like Elton, uh-uh. but the weird thing is, Teddy has extreme enunciation and so she says clayton like very clearly like, like i swear she like must Queen's have British. done like speech classes or choir or something like that because she or she like meteorologist or is a maybe well she's like a nurse some See? kind of nurse same thing what okay <laughs> she's like a nurse for the weather and meteorologist uh so she but yeah i swear like she must have like people inquired talk like that because we were taught to like have really like like enunciated yeah so it comes out yeah recorded and And so anyway that's um that's where my brain just went continue okay i've got (laughs) we're gonna do this for two hours one thing that you're going to bring back okay the 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 listeners to is oh meryl streep reference oh so and then i've got a comment on that uh, I just, I mean, obviously she's no Meryl Streep. I don't know. What Was there anything else to that? Okay. Well, I just said so, she would never. So, so what, so explain, what was it again? Sinead called herself Meryl Streep. And everyone's like, you're not, and then. I mean, just pick the best actress to ever live on the planet Earth and say you're like them because you are kind of okay at lying. It just is annoying to me. Um. And so everyone was sort of backing that. It was kind of kind of a theme for like a minute. Like, yeah, like you're calling yourself Meryl Streep and everybody's like, uh, yeah, that's stupid. And so my only note was, um, I hope Meryl Streep, this is, this is how you get someone like me to watch the show. <laughs> I hope Meryl Streep shows up on the show tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> that would kick ass. That's what I really, and she like calls everyone out like, Hey, you you think you're a better actress than me or actor than me? And I'm like, so. I hope Meryl Streep is just not busy doing anything and has time to come on The Bachelor. Or on this podcast. Or on this podcast. Meryl, we're waiting for your call. Uh, just email me, popculturediner at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, I really thought Clayton oh, was going to push Teddy off that ledge after his lift mount. Um. Which he's also used in an other, in another sequence. The lift he seemed to be mounting, kind of like the lift mounting these women. There's a lot of lifting that happens in the Bachelor and Bachelorette in general. There's a lot of lifting and jumping. Okay, my last thing that I wrote for the my notes for the okay. whole night because we went went back to Teddy earlier um, was I don't know what this refers to. What you're going to see is going to blow your dick off. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know. What I think I think here. it was. Yeah, I th- I remember. 
Um, I think it was just like gearing up for the next episode because it was like, it's the most dramatic. And so you're like, oh, it's going to blow your dick off. Anyway. So, so anyway, so now we're in Iceland. Now we're in Iceland and there's no better place to find love. Um, But the ladies are having panic attacks about everything, freaking out. And, uh, and the best way to handle that is, as Gabby would say, spelunkling. (laughs) That's like my favorite thing uh, that I've heard on this Uh, season so far, is that she couldn't say spelunking, she would say spelunkling. And I think that's adorable. Um, But the first date is Rachel. And it's like, let's see how deep our love can go. And I was like scuba diving, spelunking, and it was flying in a helicopter and making out a lot and then going deeper in like a volcano. And he started singing How Deep Is Your Love. And he was singing How Deep Is Your Love. And it's not very good. No. Um, And they're having this deep talk. There's not a lot for this for this date. There's really just one main point of controversy because everything else goes well. Um, But they had like some deep talks and Clayton's like, there's like, they kind of i don't know like led this up to be more dramatic than was and he was like hey something's weighing on me and i didn't feel like i was able to be 100 percent transparent with your family and i've kind of come to terms with what i'm feeling and i kind of wish i told you earlier i was holding on to it so i'll just come out and say i'm falling in love with you and uh and you were saying it wasn't you're like it's not going to happen with rachel you said it wasn't going to happen with her yeah that's what uh, that's the note i took um but anyway so they things go really well on that date and they do the fantasy suite thing and the robes in the morning implying that they've you know likely slept together which we find out they they did um later because he's the most awkward human answering that question to ever be alive um and uh and they're at the so in the show all leading up to this episode, there's been a clip where it's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. And it looked like he was yelling to Susie the way that they had set up the clips. But now we know he was actually yelling to Rachel. And now there's an, and there was another clip where he said, I'm falling in love and it feels so good. And they made it look like he was yelling to somebody else. And it was to Gabby. So anyway, interesting. I might have to watch the next episode. Tricky. Uh, that's what I said. And you were like, I'm not going to watch it. I'll watch I was like, parts of it. Come or on. I'll, be, I'll just be like, it's going to be the most dramatic know, ending ever, I'll, Chris. I'll, oh, I just got to walk through again and see what's happening. It's like watching a football game you don't care about. Oh, you have to watch it. Yeah. Anyway. I probably won't. He's going to watch it. I know he is. He's totally going to watch it. Anyway, so, so Susie is deeply insecure about like the dates and everything. And like, I get it. There's always, there is pretty much always somebody on the season who's like worried about how things are going and like stress out and they, they spiral on a staircase about it. Well, aren't they all vocally worried about? No, some of them, some of them kind of keep it in their pocket and yeah. don't talk about it as much, or they'll like, they'll voice it every once in a while but sometimes one of the dangers that happens is if they speak about their insecurities too much that can get in the way because it's like listen this is just how the show works you know even if you're going to be the one at the end you're only going to see you know the bachelor or bachelorette so many times before you get to like the last few dates and you just kind of have to wait and make the most of it and like make friends and like keep yourself busy and not get in your own head about it because it doesn't mean anything if you haven't seen them for like a week it really doesn't mean anything because there's only so many dates to go around for a while you know so um it's 
I think I, it's that's kind of the tough thing. And Susie was just happened to be the one who was really like feeling that on this particular season. She's like the one who's bringing it up the yeah, most. Yeah. And yeah. I, 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 I must admit, I typically have no feelings for anyone on any of these shows. Um, but I kind of felt for her a little bit. Felt, not fell for her. Um, but felt <laughs> enunciate um, like maybe, t- like Teddy maybe does. Maybe fell for her. I don't know. Um, <laughs> enunciate like Teddy does. Felt. Yes. Um, felt. And like need a pop screen. But I I I just feel like it's such a weird situation where it's like like they go into a room and it's the three of them. And they're like, oh, how did your like date go? And they're like. They're all disheveled because they just were things were happening, you know. <laughs> yeah, like it's even like, with with on Gabby's date, they were like, "You got bedhead." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got bedded, more like it. Um, she's like, "Uh." So it's like that's a weird, and I think that's maybe some of the strength of the show is like, how do you? That's a weird dynamic, you know. That I mean, that. that is like a a mind fuck. You know what I mean? So you really do have to figure out how to navigate that, and you can't get too stressed out about it because, yeah, that's led to many a contestants' downfall. Like they end up leaving because they just get too in their own head about the show, and they end up going. And a lot of the times, producers don't stop them because that makes good TV. If somebody leaves, so they're not going to try to stop them. For all we know, this that that was well, no, it wasn't. But like that was recorded like before. But I don't think they're doing that. I don't know. Enough. This one was kind of uh, I don't know a little a little uh, little out there for the show. Even uh, I will say it was fairly dramatic. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But they're like everyone's like cordial. You know, yeah, like, well, and they, ha- but and sometimes at the end it's a little contentious or a little weird, like, but a lot of the times they hide that on the show too, like, um, because we found out like later on, um, God, whose season was I can't that? Can't believe this is what I'm doing right now. I know. Um, wait, yeah, <laughs> Nick's Nick Vile's season. We've yeah, right? No, God, no, I'm, now I'm like questioning myself. Yeah, well, he ended up with Vanessa, but like we found out later that like he that she and Rachel had like. Um, tension and they didn't show it on the show anyway, which I thought was really interesting. I just can't believe I'm talking about this. <laughs> okay. And I really don't care. That's the part of the problem. But All like, right. But our, our listening but it, audience. But I think, you know, the w- way you initially talked to me about this was like, it's an interesting social study. Yes. So that is why I think I am talking about it. Yes. I, I do think it's, it's bullshit. It's fascinating. But it's like, I, I don't like it. I, Maybe I'll watch the next episode, <laughs> but I don't think I will. Like, I'd rather like wash my hair or whatever, you know. Like, you can wash your hair and watch the episode. That's beauty. But anyway, um, okay, let's keep going. Okay, Please. I don't have as much as the okay. last time. Yeah, so. there's not a lot to talk about. Once you get to this point in the show, it's like if there's something really dramatic that happens, that's what you talk about. But otherwise, you should hope that at this point the dates go well because these are people that they're the you know. The, the main person is like hoping to marry. So you would want things to be going well for the most part. So, so may, may, may I segue to the very beginning of the show? Yeah, I was going to start talking about Gabby's day, but we can go all the way back to the beginning if well, you want. Um, <laughs> this is not a segue. That's a kind of rewind. Um, this is the very beginning. The three ladies were sitting there. Yeah. And the bachelor walks in. Uh-huh. No, wait. <laughs> 
it was the host. It was I Jesse. honestly thought oh, it was you literally thought, thought it was Clayton? Yes, I thought it was him. That's because they, really they, they really do they look the same. the same. They are the same person. I do think it sucks. I do think it sucks. You uh, wanted the two of them to hook up, but Jesse's married. Yes, I forgot when, like... Don't like, say anything too crude. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, like... Where they walked in and like, oh, okay, well, th- that would be a show. That would be a show. But uh, Jesse is married, so. And I well, I mean, I can't say that they're not each other's type because they look identical. They might be each other's type. But anyway. Okay, um, keep Because, th- you know, if they really like themselves, it'd be fine. Um, but anyway, so, okay, date. So Gabby's date. So Gabby, because Gabby's build is the funny, the funny, hilarious, fun one. Oh my God, she's so goofy. And we've seen like five seconds of her being goofy and that's about it. And the funniest thing I've heard her say all season is spelunkling, which is really fucking funny to me. Um, they had, because she was really cute when she said it she's too. A, she's a cute gal. She seems very nice. I love saying gal. She is uh, a cute gal. This. She seems just like a very nice gal. Um, so they, I mean, I really do like, I like everybody who's left. I like everybody mm. who's left, which is not my normal. I didn't want to ask you. I do like everybody. I, who's I always want to. I'm like, well, so who do you like? But I'm like, I was holding back. No, I like I everybody. I like back. everybody who's left. And I would say out of the three, Gabby's probably my favorite. But I think Rachel would be the one who would make the most sense. But uh, seeing what he did, I'm just not. I'm not really sure where it's going to go. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But <laughs> anyway, so Gabby date. So Gabby gets like the fun, goofy date, right? It's like, oh, like you, ha- you get to go on the dune buggy. And she was like, she was like, I kind of was hoping we would go whale watching or you know just kind of relax and have wine and that, then they that, put me in a buggy <laughs> i feel like is that her voice i tried <laughs> that was, that did it work uh, I, i'm trying i try to do gabby's voice because i really like her voice. Yeah. thank you um this was another weird thing too because a lot of the times at this point they have like private dates like around not a lot of people and for some reason they were having like a dinner like in somewhere with like other people which was kind of odd but you made the point that iceland is small so they they have to fit people where they can yeah yeah so they they just don't have options <laughs> they just don't have options <laughs> yeah, they like, can't well, have a private there can't have a private room in iceland it's just too small yeah we only have 200 square feet on this island or whatever <laughs> anyway so so they have a great day everything goes fine you know gabby i would say is the person who's opened up the most that we know the most about kind of like her vulnerabilities in terms of like her family dynamics and stuff like that you miss some of that stuff she might be a weird kisser though she was kind of timid you said she was a weird kisser Maybe i don't think i noticed she was timid there's only one person we can ask. Maybe she was just kind of weird Play about off. it. Maybe she was just weird about it on TV. Maybe once they got into the fantasy suite, she, you know, things loosened up a little bit. The fantasy suite is something I was talking about with coworkers today. <laughs> he goes, yeah, he God, goes, I'm, I'm losing my, goes, my fucking mind here. He goes, I'm, I'm losing my personality. He goes, I'm not watching the show. I'm going to talk about like 80s metal for three <laughs> hours after this. Um, he goes, I'm not watching the show again. Um, I was talking to, to my coworkers about the fantasy suite today. Well, no, I was going to. I didn't. About like, and I didn't know, I didn't know, because I didn't want to reveal anything on the podcast. But like, <laughs> because I think you you brought up a really, uh, that to me, it's a very interesting point. When, when you talked about the, the fantasy suite, like, that's where the nitty gritty goes down. Yes. That's like the Vegas bathroom. Where you yes. don't, you don't, there's no cameras. So they're like, all of a sudden there's no cameras. And they're like, what you said, like, okay, okay so where are we going to get married? Or, or where are we going to I I can talk about it yeah. if you want me yeah. to. So this is something that they talk <laughs> about in Bachelor Nation as well. And I've also heard this in interviews. This is, this is not like new information to me. Um, but for those who may not know the, so the fantasy suite is the only place where there aren't cameras. So like once they close the door, the cameras are gone. They do leave. 
Um, and it's the only time that that happens. And what contestants have said is a lot of the times they don't even have sex in the fantasy suite because they're like no. exhausted. It's been a long day or like maybe some stuff happens, but not hanky, like, hanky. Uh, yeah, like some hanky, but they said that isn't the main focus really for most people. It really is like, we're going to talk about the things that we might not want to talk about on TV or it's a lot to get into. And it's like, I don't know, like eight something hours of like uninterrupted time with this person. And they do stay up all night most of the time because they're figuring to like hash it out. Yeah. And where, be are we like, gonna, where are we going to move? Where are we going to, who's, you know, is one of us going to move? Um, Baby names. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? Like, but like, but like, yeah, that kind of like, uh, you know, they'll talk about like religion, politics, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because on uh, Sean Lowe talked about like on his season right before he was about to propose to Catherine, he like asked her a question like an hour before proposals to like make sure he was making the right decision. So it was like, it was like a thing that he like forgot to ask while she was in the fantasy suites. And he knocked on her door and said something about like faith being really important to him. Like, would you raise like, cause she wasn't really religious. And he's like, would you raise our kids and like the faith that I want to raise them? And what? she was like, and she's like, why the hell is he coming to me in the 11th hour asking me this question? And it actually kind of pissed her off and it almost made her, think to back out they're still married to this day so it worked out but yeah isn't that interesting so he was like oh my god i forgot to ask her this important question so they try to answer a lot of things also the fantasy suite has been has been a place where people have said some really heinous shit and it blew up in their face and somebody afterwards said i don't want to be with you after the things i heard you say in the fantasy suite and we've been physical abuse as far as I know, no. <laughs> I think that there's producers. I would imagine producers... there has been. Shut I'm up. Um, I I'm think kidding. there are producers on call for things like that. But like there was um, on Juan Pablo's season, he was like the first person to ever become the Bachelor who was like a fan favorite. Because generally it's like they pick someone who's in the final four. But he wasn't in the final four. He was kind of early on. But everyone thought he was like really hot and stuff. And so like he got picked to be the Bachelor as the fan favorite. And then everyone found out he was just like a misogynist asshole right and and super self-centered like did not care about anyone on the show and football player he was a soccer player so international football (laughs) and uh no he was and he and so andy dorfman i read her book and you can find the episode of that on 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 this podcast as well um but andy dorfman was like in got to fantasy suites and apparently he was just like a total creep in there and was kind of like talking about stuff that really rubbed her the wrong way. And so afterwards she like interrogated him and he had said some like kind of like really raunchy things about sex, just kind of treating her like she was like an object, you know, and she does not cool with that. And so she told him off and it's like one of the most like, Hmm. like famous bachelor moments um but anyway so like those kinds of things can can happen claire crowley also told him off i'm trying to remember if that was in fantasy suite or not but anyway um so that can be a really make or break time where they get to talk about really serious things so to clayton's credit he was trying to convince Susie to do that for that reason alone, like, because he did see the value in fantasy suites being like a good time to hash things out and like have, have important conversations with someone. But we do know that he slept with uh, Rachel 
and Gabby. Okay. And like, why not? Why not? Right? Why not? That's what the fantasy suits are for. I have no problem with that. That is how the show works. If someone has a problem with that, that's, that's, that the, the runs. Turn off this. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, if someone on the show has a problem with that and it like runs counter to what they want, it is, I believe their responsibility to get out in front of that before it's fantasy sweet night and express that to that person so that they know, like if, if we get down this road and you think that it's going to be maybe me at the end and we get to fantasy suites, I don't want you sleeping with anybody else that would be like make or break for me, then express that to them before the night. Cause what happens is Susie's the last date. Uh, usually also, this was another bachelor nation thing. I promise I'll do it in its own episode, but um, they usually the third date is reserved for like the one that there's a question about. Like when you get to the fantasy suites, it's usually the third date is the one that's kind of like, if this could go either way yeah. yeah like this could be really great or this could be really bad and this is this person's like last chance to like like solidify what they had or redeem themselves from like something that was awkward it's usually like that i'm trying to make a decision like is this the person for me or or not kind of a thing well you've got your uh, you've got your opinions on how this is going to end but like yeah um do you think you think she's still in the oh yeah Susie is not out of the equation but let's get to let's get to her date so 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 they have a good date in general but she's stressed out it starts with a storm just like foreboding from the beginning I feel like Susie got the worst date too because it was like but she did get the shopping date before so you know you win some you lose some but it was like let's go to all these cold things see he doesn't like it either he's shaking off he's like I don't like the cold But yeah, so so it's like, okay, let's go on all these cold dates and go into this water and do it like this cold mist and all to, this he shit. To see. No, stop. That's what I, you weren't thinking. Every, everyone was thinking I, about. First of all, he doesn't pick the dates. The producers pick the dates. Well, they're thinking about that. Okay, then. stop. Anyway, so, so, they, so they do all this stuff and she was kind of like in her head and couldn't enjoy it. They get to the end. It seems to go pretty well. Dinner's going well, whatever. And then she's stressed out and she finally is like, okay, here's the deal. Like, I I wouldn't feel comfortable if you were falling in love with multiple women or slept with other women. Mm-hmm. That's not, I'm not saying that you did. And he's like, gulp, like, yeah, I did. And then, so here's the thing that's really bad. Clayton said, Okay, because there's there's certain rules to the show. There's certain rules to the show. You can sleep with everybody in the fantasy suites. That's fine. If you do it before <laughs> the fantasy suites, that's not okay for some reason. Really? I, yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, that should be a t-shirt. Outside of like some odd like exceptions, it's not okay. You shouldn't do it. Hmm. Um, you can say that you're falling for someone or beginning to fall in love or maybe even say falling in love, but you can't say that you're in love or love multiple people. That's the rule. I was waiting for this to happen. Yeah. This, this dialogue. This breakdown. Thank yeah. you. So those are the, those are the unwritten, but written rules of the show. And also now I should mention when we watched the women tell all, and we saw those Jesse clips. Now we know why they say don't eat the date food. Cause Jesse eating is one of the grossest things I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, so, so Susie's saying all these things to Clayton. He knows he fucked up and you can tell the wheels in his head are spinning 
Um, not just carnival music now. <laughs> there's some there's some movement there. And he was like, oh shit, what do I say? You know, and this is an awkward situation for him. And I don't envy him. And I again, I think where he went wrong was saying love in the specific way that he did wasn't the right move. Um, but sleeping with them, that's like, it just, it, it can happen on every season and people should understand that that's the reality of the show. I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with that. Um, but this is where he goes wrong too, is he starts by being like, well, what if I did, well, uh, I did with a person and they, I may have also said I was falling in love. Maybe. Um, but if that's how I was feeling, that's how I was feeling with them, the one person, with the two people. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so I slept with both of them. I slept with both of them, okay? Finally, I slept with both yeah. of them, and I told them both I love them, and I also love you. Hey, at and least he did. He did. He did fess up to it, which I think is good. If he hadn't, that would have been worse. Yeah. And I, and she was like, oh, my God. And you can tell Susie looked like she was going to puke. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, God. And she, you see, like, she was just like, well, I don't think that I can do this then you know and he's like what do you mean and he and to his credit he was trying to convince her to stay and sorry uh that was walter <laughs> trying to trying to convince her to stay and trying to get her to like talk things out and go to the and he was like and he was saying the same things that i would say is like um like the fantasy suite like that's where we can hash things out at least like let's at least spend time talking and and she was like, you know, not interested. I'm not doing it. It's not going to happen. You know, we're we're not we're not doing that. And and she got angry the way that Walter is getting angry right now. Sorry, he's starting to <laughs> he's starting to hit the wall. <laughs> he's like he's like fuck fuck Clayton. Um, come here. What's going on? He's not going to chew the cord. Um, we're we're dealing with some we're we're just dealing with some stuff right now. Um, but anyway. Okay, so I think with with Susie, I think she was in the wrong for not saying something to Clayton beforehand. Think so? Well, yeah, he's not a mind reader. Okay. So I think that that was wrong. I think if that mattered so much to her, she should have said something before that because he can't be expected to know that that's what she wanted. And if she really thought like, hey, I stand a good chance of being at the end of this and this is I don't want to compromise on this. She should have communicated that with him beforehand. So I think she was in the wrong for not telling him what she needed out of the relationship. That's like me not telling you like, hey, I want you to like, you know, write me notes or something like that. You know, and that's something that like that means a lot to me in a relationship. I tell you like the things that make it, you know, kind of like make me feel good and make a difference to me. And, and, and like, he, he can't read her mind. And you also know, like the format of the show, right? Well, she knows that this is what's going to happen. So she could have, and, and the thing is people can always like sneak away and go see the bachelor. They can work with producers to do that. You know, like, oh, showed up because like, remember, she met him at the at the clock tower. Remember? Oh, wait, uh, did you see that episode? Uh, they were in Croatia and there was a letter. No, you didn't watch that episode with no, me. So wait. they were in Croatia and, and there was a letter that was like, meet me at the clock tower. No, and it was no. Susie 
And so that would have been the perfect time to say to him, hey, I just wanted to let you know that if it gets to this point, this is something that's important to me. Yeah, and, and she didn't say it then. So and I know it can be kind of like a mood killer, too. But like if that's what she expects in a relationship, she needs to communicate that with him. So I get why that would bother him because it would bother me like, well, you didn't tell me that that was a deal breaker and uh, I've already been on these two dates, so I can't go back in time. You're defending him. No, no, no. I am not defending him. I am not defending him. I'm taking this piece by piece. So that's the part that I'm, I side with Clayton with that. Because I don't think he did anything wrong outside of saying uh, that he loved three women. That was a big mistake. Mm. But sleeping with them was not the mistake. That's kind of par for the course of the show. That's like not unusual. Um then convincing or trying to convince her to stay and talk it out, I thought was like a very mature move. And I thought that was really good. The problem is when she still was like really upset and in, in her head about it and didn't want to stay and walked away, then he started to like get angry yeah. and like freak out about he got it. Weirdly angry. He got really bitchy about it. Yeah. And he was just like, he was like, fine. <laughs> yeah, he, sound, sound he, he was like, I don't <laughs> believe in anything like. anymore. I don't even, I don't even know who you are. I don't like you anymore. Like we're done. We're done. Just go. And I was like, what the fuck? My like, reaction is he got really bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did. And it was like, it kind of came out of like nowhere because at first I, mean, I was it like, been edited that way. No, that well, seems six hours later. He's what? like, God, just fucking leave. I don't know. <laughs> it was just, it was no, she seemed caught off guard by it. It seemed like a, like a, like a pretty dramatic mood shift. Cause she was kind of like, what, you know? And so, cause it seemed like he was trying to convince her to stay. And it seemed like she was just trying to walk away and like, take a breath. Like she was like, I don't know. I think I have to go, you know? And then she was like, going to talk to producers about it. Um, and usually the, at, if they're, if they're not like, you know, jumping a fence or whatever, like if, like a former bachelor did, um, they're probably, they can probably be convinced to stay. Like if, if all had gone well, she probably would have stayed over. They probably would have talked it out, you know, and then whatever would have happened from there would have happened. But, um, the way that he handled that, like, he was just like, this has been ripped from me and all this stuff. Like, like you did this to me. Like, yeah, I think yeah. she was in the wrong for not getting out in front and telling him, but what's done is done. And you could try to repair it from there. Like, okay, I totally understand why you feel that way. And I wouldn't have forced her to say, I would have been like, if that's your deal breaker and I broke your deal, then you should leave. Because if you don't feel comfortable with me knowing what happened on the other dates and like that, that goes against, you know, your standards, then that's, then yeah. that's those are your standards. And I'm not going to stop but, you. But he, he reacted. And I would have been like, but I'd yeah. really want you to stay. And you mean a lot to me. And I would love to, and everybody's kind of got, you know, and like he had, but he, had, and he was going down the road. Cause he said something like, well, relationships are all about compromise and working through hard times. And I thought he was totally on point with all of that. But then when she was like, nah, I don't know. I just can't do it. And then it was just kind of like, well, you're a bitch anyway. And I was like, what? Like, what? Like, where? Like, or, it, or he's like, well, you're going to be a pain in the ass in the future. Well, so. no, but you know what? That kind of felt like, okay, I'm not saying that this is what he did, but this is kind of what it feels like. And every, uh, like, uh, 
uh, I would say most women and like uh, women presenting folks would probably uh, experience this. So tell me if you experience this. Um, you're on a dating site and a guy texts you and is like, hey, beautiful. <laughs> and you're like, and you don't answer right away. And they're like, well, you're probably fat and ugly anyway. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, yeah. if you don't answer right away, you don't answer the way that they want you to. They're like, well, you're a ugly bitch, you know? And you're yeah. like, uh, I just said that I was busy tomorrow, you know? And it's like, it's always like, it's like, hey, beautiful. I was thinking about you. I just want, you know, it's like, it's like all these compliments. And then you like, don't give them the exact answer they want. And then it's like a complete 180. And it's like, I hate you. And you're just come to the earth. And I hope you die. Well, and you're like, whoa, and, what? And in that situation, like you're playing the numbers so you're like sort of like you're just doing this and then to get what you want but no no of- i think it's i think it's um no that's a whole i okay i think that's like pickup culture you know like oh if you if you talk down to a woman she's gonna want you more oh, really it's no it's not true tuck but that's what people say oh you're like really? Oh, okay. I gotta take notes. Oh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna insult you more often. Hey, bitch! <laughs> whoa, whoa! What did we talk about earlier on the show? They say bitch a lot, but you shouldn't be saying oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, well, okay. I wasn't saying it like <laughs> me saying it. I was saying it like somebody else, some other character. Was okay, saying. okay. Oh my god. We can edit that out. <laughs> I won't be editing that out. Um. I also think you should all know that that Tuck's wearing like a Guy Fieri shirt right now. Yes. <laughs> and I couldn't find proper sunglasses to make this whole ensemble work. But, but we are in Flavortown right now. And it's so great that this is all on video. <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah. on video. I, it could have been. No. Well, I chose not to. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I think Clayton was being a real asshat at the end of this. Just like really terrible. He went about this so wrong. Yeah. Um, and... And then it just looks like it gets worse because like then then it's then it's Gabby and Rachel at the end and he tells them what happened and Gabby tells him off, which I'm very excited to see. And Rachel looks devastated and and Clayton's dad's like, well, you screwed the pooch, son. And like (laughs) just all this stuff. And I think it's, I don't know. I think it's going to be really compelling television. I got to say, I, I can't wait to see what happens. All I have is my clothing, closing statement. Okay, I want to he- hear what your closing but statement I, is. But before that, I want to know more about. What about her? I don't really know much about her. Well, Rachel is a, was like she's a pilot, which is kind of fun. So her, her job takes her all over the place. She was in a serious relationship, but that relationship ended because the person she was with got jealous and insecure thinking that she was cheating on him because she traveled but i think he was cheating on her if i remember correctly mysteriously died in a plane crash (laughs) no (laughs) um like he just was like he obviously was uh insecure with with the idea of her being successful so that's why her dad wait you missed the hometown dates too yeah Um, i just don't have a lot you missed her dad her so the whole so when last week was hometown so he met all the families you know and they were like oh well wait till you meet her dad he doesn't like anybody he hates everyone he's such a tough asshole and then you meet him and he's like every midwestern dad ever like, and he's, he was the one that, remember I said, I didn't like his shirt. You watched that part. Um, I said, he reminded, his shirt reminded me of my calculus teacher. 
You were there for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. But anyway, but he was like, he, he, you know, was like, oh, he's going to really piss you off. But then he was just like, uh, well, you know, I just want to make sure you're treating my daughter right. And uh, <laughs> like, it was like totally normal stuff. And he's like, well, you know, she likes to trap, you know, she, you know, her work takes her everywhere. So I just want to know that you'll support her and travel with her and. <laughs> He's like, yeah, and he's Go like, back to the accent. just <laughs> treat her well, you know, and they're like, how did this Chicago Italian dude end up in Florida is beyond all of us. But, um, but yeah, like he, he was like totally normal and fine. And everybody was like, wow, okay, oh, wow. Like, what a so terrible fun. dude. Yeah. All the families were great. All the parents were great. Like everybody was really lovely and he was you know, you totally at, fine and you normal. You look at Clayton's teeth, though, and you're like, yeah, I guess he seems okay. So he puts on a pretty good first impression. Well, all the parents really did like him, and they were mm. like, you seem like a really good guy. But yeah, like that... It's just generic. That turn, though, really felt like a you're ugly anyway type of a thing that I have unfortunately dealt with on dating sites, and like, I'm sure other people listening have also dealt and with. This is like the ultimate like date dating guys so if yeah. he's you know like he's got like all these women just you know like and so yeah this is a he's breaking down you know like because somebody's calling him out on something well you it's know? weird it's i like, do think there that he cares a lot about what people think about him yeah. because like he, he said that he I think. yeah yeah and i mean you can tell like he has a really hard time being told no i just saw like care <laughs> you show. do you do I, care my closing statement he has told. he has a hard time being rejected i you can tell that that is yeah. hard for him to handle and he's got to learn how to handle that because uh there's a lot more rejection coming buddy here it comes next week Ooh. this is a way of dealing with a failed nfl career yeah probably well because he did play football at mizzou I don't think he he didn't make M- it to the NFL. Mizzou. Mizzou. It's a college in Missouri. Really? Yeah, it's a pretty big football school. Well, I've never heard of it. Well, I have heard of it. I'm a Virginia Tech kind of guy. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't follow uh, college sports. I did. Well, I I did a little bit when I went to school in Indiana. Because what else is there to do? Hey, it is March Madness. What else is there to do in um, Indiana? But watch follow uh, college sports, and so I did know about Mizzou. You're a Hoosier girl. Well, no. Well, I went to DePaul, so it was like we had one game. We were D3. Valpo? <laughs> well, Valpo kind well, of a girl? I don't know. I think I would probably opt for IU over Valpo, honestly. Okay. Well, well let's continue this. <laughs> I really don't know anything about college sports at all. I'm, 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 IU yeah, is like the, clo- IU is the closest. Like, How's your bracket? I don't do okay. March Madness, we'll my on. dear. But you know what I would do? I would do a bracket based on how much I like the mascots. Okay. Let's Fair just think enough. about let's just think about doing a mascot based bracket because I think it, I would do really well. Um. Anyway, so what are your okay? T- tell us your closing thoughts. My since we're now an hour and a half in on the saga, on, <laughs> an hour and a half recap of four hours. Just of so, to someone my who life. says they don't care. Um, <laughs> if this was a series based on how the Bachelor creatively murdered all the girls, like a creative horror series, I oh, think that would improve the show. That's a very good idea. Um, I because could, you know the whole like off the ledge, like he was he was like mountain. Uh, Teddy I, on the, and it was like 
This is going to be an investigation discovery show in like two days and, now. They're and, listening. And then like, it's like, oh, they're going down to that that cave 400 feet down. Yeah, like, where no one can hear and, you scream. And he's like, oh, he takes out his pocket knife and there she goes, falls down her death and he climbs up. He's like, I don't know what happened. Um, so it, it is, <laughs> like, so this comes into like this whole like CSI oh. bachelor. Okay, um, okay. Um, wow. So that's my take. That would be an uh, ABC. If you want to make over a, mm, you can make ten thousand dollars an episode <laughs> if you tried something like that. Ten thousand dollars an um, episode. I don't care about anyone on this show. I'm not uh, rooting for anyone yet. So not even Susie. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. So may as well kill them all off. That's that's why. The murder. Thing. Okay, but don't I, don't send them death threats because that's not. Cute. No, 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 I'm not. No, no. I don't think. Uh, I there's think some, like, there's something about. There's a lot of people who send death threats to people who are on The Bachelor, no, and I really no. don't get that. No, I want The Bachelor to actually do that for the show, but anyway. <laughs> um, uh, and he's then, kidding. He's kidding for yeah, legal yeah, reasons. Yeah, for, this for, is for a legal joke. Reasons. Um, <laughs> you know, and and what I repeatedly don't like about the show other than like production and stuff that we were talking about is like everyone just says the same shit. Yes. Uh vulnerability, letting my guard down, <laughs> a real deep connection. <laughs> I could see myself myself uh, spending the rest of my life together. And um that is why I don't spend the rest of my life watching the show. How quickly did you know you wanted to be with me for a long time? I don't know. <laughs> That's I knew pretty quickly. Like 20 minutes? Yeah, 20 minutes. Okay. No, well. not. Yeah, yeah. Within that first time, we took a shot together. Um, really? Yeah. Um, no, no. I, no, because I said it wasn't a date. The first time we had a date, I said it wasn't a date. Yeah, because your mom asked you and you said, no. I said, no, it's not a date. And I didn't. It wasn't think a date. It, it wasn't a date. But then the second time, I think it was a date. I don't know. If we it went was. to Odd Duck. We went to like a fancy dinner. Afterwards. You kind of threw that out. I still no, I of, didn't throw hey, it out. Do you want to like go I, get? And I'm like, yeah. I said, like, are you? Fun. How are you feeling? Are you a little hungry? And you said, yeah. I said, and I believe that Odd Duck was a group just joint decision because yeah. we both loved eating but there. You and I said, well, that's my favorite restaurant. And I so, said, it's and you odd. said, I said it's a very odd. No, you restaurant didn't say that. And then we went, and then I, and then I talked about. I want to get this on, on, on tape. Um, and then I, and then I brought up getting married at Kiss Mini Golf, and you said, if we were together, and even if things weren't going that well, <laughs> and you suggested that, you'd be like, you'd be like, oh yeah, I guess that's a, that's, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good thought process. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thought process. So tune in next episode when we get married at Kiss Mini Golf. Which, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be on the, the this Bachelor thing again. You might. We might have him back. Hey, it's here's like, the deal. It's like maybe once a year. Here's the deal, listening audience. If you enjoy these episodes, if you enjoy when we have Tuck slash Chris guest host, um, tell us. And you know the best way to tell us is by leaving a five-star review <laughs> on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Tell your friends and 
email popculturediner at gmail.com and say, we want more Tuck. We want him on the show more often. And if if we get how many responses? If this is like my my future, then, oh my God, I got to figure out. If we get like five emails, if we get like five emails, <laughs> I'll be like, I'll, I'll make sure he he does at least one episode a season. That's not too much to ask. One episode. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Five emails. If we don't, done. So listen, yep. it's up to you. Yep. If you like this, this is like this is like American Idol, right? Every vote counts. You got to call in, vote for your favorite person, vote for your favorite co-host. I can't believe we talked this long, and I can't believe Walter's been the dog. Has been. It's not like this uncle we have in the background. So <laughs> uh, Walter's been pretty good so anyway uh, if you catch a couple uh chews and grunts and whines during that that's just my dog being a pain in my butt like always like right now because <laughs> he, he knows we're talking about him name. but anyway listen take care of yourselves and others we will see you next week well i'll see you next week for the dramatic conclusion of, of clayton's season and maybe i'll get some more notes from tuck along the way um, that I can share with oh, you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, oh, look maybe. at that. And God and remember, <laughs> tune in after this season is over because we're going to have a very special episode where I talk about the book Bachelor Nation. Um, but until then, again, take care of yourself. Take what care of I others. Um, happy um, Pie Day on Monday. It is my oh, favorite my holiday. Goodness, so make sure you eat pie and do a math problem. And um, <laughs> I will see you later. Do you have any? Do you have any closing words? Closing advice for our listeners? Um, what you're going to see is going to blow your dick off. That was from, okay. Goodbye. Yeah.